welcome it is january 2023 we are in a new year people this is your girl Nick austin here at cobra was a crush i cannot believe that season two is over we are getting ready to go into season three starting february the first 2023 and with season three we are coming with some new projects not only are we still are we keeping expand your empire which was one of the most highest rated series on my podcast but we are also coming with the comfort zone hosted by none other than myself and i'm bringing my husband on william austin we are going to talk about different topics such as love sex relationships and family so make sure that you get ready for season three because season three is about to be a wonderful eye opener and we're going to have mad fun in the meantime, I'm going to give you all January, which is my birthday month. Shout out to all my Aquarians in the house. I'm going to give you the best of season two of Koro is a Crush. And I want you to enjoy yourself. I want you to get your laugh on. If you need motivation, this is the podcast to listen to. And I'm just so excited. Thank you so much for your support. We are now being heard in 18 countries all over the world. We are continuing to do the work that God has put us in position for. We are going to continue to keep ministering to you so that way you can learn how to live your best life and learn how to become a better version of yourselves. Again, season two, the best of season two of Cora is a Crush, all January. Season three starts February the 1st, 2023 with the new episodes from the Expand Your Empire series and our newest project, The Comfort Zone. So y'all better get ready for all the laughs that we are coming with because I'm telling you now, my husband and I, when we get together, we are powerful, but we are also funny and we are honest. So get ready, get ready, get ready. I can't wait to see what season three is going to be about. Take care and be blessed. What's up, babes? It's a glorious morning, a day that we will never see again in this lifetime. So let's take the time to enjoy life while we can. I'm your girl, Neek Austin, and this is Koro is a Crush. Austin, the CEO and founder of Coro, a home-based beauty, wellness, and design shop, providing premium, high-quality press-on nails, beauty accessories, and a home decor that we know you'll fall in love with, all while providing a community for self-care lovers, beauty mavens, and small business owners to live life on their terms through fashion, beauty, and faith. Today's episode is called How to Stay Organized When Running a Small Business. So people out there in my in my tribe, let me ask you a question. Are you organized in your business for those who have small businesses? Now I'm sure you're great at organizing at home, but honestly, I'm not a good home organizer and I can honestly say that, but when it comes to my business, I am very organized. And one thing about me that y'all may not know is that I am a stationary addict. If you haven't noticed, I do sell stationary in my shop, but I love being surrounded sticky notes and sticky flags. When I was a little girl, my mom used to collect notebooks and pens of every color and every style, and that's because she was an educator for 43 years. And having notebooks and planners, it just did something for me. It just made me feel so warm and googly inside just to smell what a piece of paper, you can get that new scent from a piece of paper in the planner or the notebook. And for, to, actually, to this day, I still collect pens and notebooks. Like, I get so excited when school comes around, my kids, they drag their feet. But my husband and I, we go into the store and we be tearing up the stationary aisles. Just look at that. Notebooks and pens and everything because we are literally stationary ass. But as much as I love stationary, staying organized is a constant battle for me. You see, it's not just about having the right tools. It's about knowing how to use them well and getting out of your own way 
so you can focus on what matters most, your customers' needs. Now, staying organized when running a small business, it does take, it does take more than just the ability to throw items at the floor. Now, it's hard to believe, but it will be two years um, come next month since I started my business, Coro. And I've learned a lot since then. I've learned how to stay organized and how to manage my time, which is very super hard for me. It is so hard to stay organized as a business owner, but it's not impossible, okay? So here are some of my favorite ways to keep on top of my business. For one, I love keeping a list of all the things that need to be done in my journal, and they cost them all in my journal. I actually have a journal that I do every single month, and y'all may have heard me talk about this on Instagram, where I have said that every first Sunday of the month, I meet with Trinity. Now, the crazy part was my husband heard me one day talking, and he didn't know who I was talking to. And he said, me, who are you talking to? I said, I'm talking to the Trinity. He said, who? I said, boy, Jesus, God, and the Holy Ghost. That's who I meet with every Sunday, every first Sunday of the month, because my business is ordained by God. Y'all already know that. For those who don't know, it is ordained by God, meaning he is the one that supplies the business to me. He is the one that gave me the vision. Everything that I do on a monthly basis, I have to run it by them and pray over it before I can conduct business for the remainder of the month. Number two, I keep a calendar on my phone and on my MacBook with all the important dates and even some fun ones so I can keep them in mind at all times. And I think that's one of the things that as small business owners we need to have. But not only do I have my calendar on my phone or also on my MacBook, but I also have a big calendar that's and importance. For example, I had some nail sets that I needed to complete today. So my urgency was to make sure that the people that um, needed their um, nail sets in a hurry, those that had a certain date, they came first. And then the ones that I could possibly wait on just a little bit longer, I pushed them to the back. So that's what we're talking about when we're talking about making the list, okay? Now my guest host for today is a bigger stationary addict than I am. She actually owns a stationary shop and can also help you get organized in your business or your corporation. So I would like for you to welcome Miss Denisha Carter from Lovely Goods Co. Good morning. How are you doing? Good morning, Nick. How are you? Thank you so much for having me on this um, podcast. I'm so honored to be here. Absolutely. I am blessed and highly favored in the Lord. So um, doing very well. Doing very well. It is the holiday season, and um, are you getting ready for your Christmas list, or have you started, or you haven't started yet? As far as shopping for other people, I have not started. Me neither. <laughs> not, at, not at one bit. Nope, I haven't started. I'm the one that likes to wait till the last minute, yet at the same time, if I see things throughout the year that I know maybe my kids maybe need or want, I will pick them up and go on and purchase it and put it away.
My mom was like, see, what do the kids want this year for Christmas? Because I'm going to get what they want. I don't know. They ain't send me no lips. I guess they don't want nothing this year. Just we're going to give them gift cards or something like that because they do it by their own stuff. I ain't going to. type of you know HR consulting advice that they may have so both businesses kind of go hand in hand a little bit because I do have like the digital planner that could be used to you know help organize your tasks because my digital planner it's not just for business owners if you're a stay-at-home mom stay-at-home wife business owner even a student it has so many different elements to it it's 534 pages and that's before, yeah, and that's before you even like copy the pages to make more. It's Oof. robust, yeah. Oof. <laughs> now, within that digital planner, do you have multiple, is it with multiple years or is it just for 2023? It's just for 2023. Oof. <laughs> I've never seen a planner that big before, not a digital one anyway. And not even in person. So to see, to hear 534 pages, oh my goodness. How did you find the time to create it? And here's the thing, and here's um, a piece of business advice. When you're not good at something, outsource in your business. I had somebody that actually, like, of course, I gave her all the ideas and the sections that I want, but actually putting it together, I hired a graphic designer. She okay. did that. Oh, okay. Yeah, if it was up to me to actually, like, like, graphic work, nobody would buy it because it'd be ugly. I'm just being honest. That's just not my area of expertise. Outsource, if you can afford to outsource, I highly recommend for businesses to do that. Okay, okay. I'm never out, I, I, the only time I've outsourced anything, and actually my first time outsourcing outside of my company, is actually through my virtual summit that's coming up next year. And I have paid home from Common Paradise. She is one of my flyers. And that's the first time I have ever outsourced outside of my business. I normally do everything because I'm a graphic designer, so I normally design all my stuff. And I just look, you take the flyers because I got bigger things to deal with when it comes for this virtual summit. I said, do my flyers. And she said, okay, no problem. <laughs> when is the virtual summit and what exactly is it? Okay, so it's the I Choose Me Virtual Summit. It is based off of the book that I wrote in March of, March of this year called I Choose Me, 30 Days of Self-Love. And the book is basically a 30-day challenge just teaching you how to learn how to love yourself and um, learn how to appreciate yourself and, you know, and enjoy life more abundantly. And so God gave me a vision to turn the book into a summit for the first year of the summit. But eventually this summit is actually going to be in person. It's intended to be in person. Because of COVID, I said, okay, we're going to have to go virtual the first year. And so it's actually going to take place from August the 12th through August the 14th. 2023 and it will be held via zoom 
and um, also I am creating a virtual mall for all my vendors for, so that way the customers can actually shop with them Friday, Saturday and Sunday instead of it just being an all day thing Saturday because I thought about it who really is going to have time if listening to us speak and watching what's going on on the Zoom during the summer so I opened it up and said okay let's do a three day weekend and so when we actually do it in person it will still remain a three day weekend but yeah the, the I Choose Me Virtual Summit is basically for women right now for women who are going through everyday women things and just need somebody to listen to need somebody to connect with need somebody to lead because right now even after COVID we're somewhat post pandemic we still have nobody to lead people tell 
give off this intimidating look. And I'm like, what's the intimidating look? Like, we just scared to talk to you. Like, you you look like the type of person that will just blow up at any minute. I'm like, well, if you met my whole entire family, we all act like that. <laughs> Runs in the family. <laughs> Runs in the family. But once you get to know us, we are very, Yes, yes, you okay. go blank. <laughs> the reason why I say that is because I have cousins that graduated from there as well. Really? Yes, ma'am. And they are they're around my age because we're all 38. And okay. they graduated. Oh yeah, they graduated about 2000, I want to say between 2005 and 2010. So yeah, and um, they're all Sigmas and Zetas. So <laughs> I got family in Georgia, I do. Awesome. Yeah, I graduated from VSU in 2011. Okay, so you was behind them. So okay. Yeah, but I was there in 2010, so I might have you know, known some of them. Well, I'm sure you have. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's not hard to not know who my family is from Valdosta State, because they have made a name for themselves on that campus. Oh, wow. Especially the Sigmas. Yeah, they're just like the life of the party. Absolutely. And then my husband, he became a Sigma Fall 2019.
business May of this year and I'm sitting here wondering was that the right thing right thing to do because I did the reason why I did it that way was because I didn't want to legalize my business and then it didn't work out then I felt like I wasted money Oh, okay, I get what you're saying. But you did, like, because you know if you make over a certain amount, you have to report it under your taxes. So you did do that. Yes, I did. Because okay. you know the IRS will get their money one way or another. They'll come after you if they found out you were making money. Yeah, I think that's fine. As long as you did the tax portion right, and then you wanted to make sure that, you know, it's something you wanted to do, then you created your LLC and you legalized it. That's fine. Okay, because I just wanted to make sure that that's the right thing I did. I mean, I prayed over it. I asked God to cover me while I was doing it. I mean, a part of me did not feel, I think the reason why I didn't feel like it was illegal was because I knew I had these bearings in place prior to making it a legalized business. And after I became a legalized business, I felt better. Like the whole world lifted off my shoulders and I was like, okay, Jesus, I'm no longer illegal. I am illegal. I'm registered with the state. sleep at night if I don't know what I have to do the next day for work. 
Like it drives me crazy because I have to know like what's going on. Like, okay, I have to do this, this, and this for Haven. I need to make some social media um, graphics in Canva for my lovely goods. I need to reach out to this potential customer for my HR consulting. I like to go to bed knowing what needs to be done the next day so that when I open my planner or look at my to-do list, I see what all needs to be done. And then another thing I do is within my email inboxes, I color code them. So like I might have a folder for completed. And then like for each client for um, my HR consulting, I have a color coded folder for them within my email inbox. Or like a folder for just benefits, for client stuff, for um, employee relations. That helps me as well. Because visually, when I open my inbox, I see the different colors and the labels. It's not just like a blank slate of emails. That helps me stay organized. So that's something I really recommend for people to do as well. I do that in my emails depending on the people that I subscribe to some of the people that actually provide a service some of the information is useful for me for my business being that I sell products we'll color code them and have like I have a category called coaches so every coach that I follow Take my 15 minute break 
and do whatever I need to do, whether it's go to the bathroom, get a snack, sit there and watch TV, laugh at somebody for a while, go outside, um, look out the doors or anything like that because my business is full time. So everything I do is at home. Like my business, Cobro, is all, this is all I do. And so I never knew what the name of it was, but I, yeah, I've tried that and I'm like, this does work because it also gives me a break from my eyes because I'm really big on looking at that computer screen constantly because I'll sit in front of the computer screen forever and over the years you know well you already know working in the office you know working in the office our eyes will get tired so that's when we started implementing that and putting that in place but yeah it's a whole yeah it's a name for it and you can go on YouTube and find so many videos and it's just nice because they play the different music and then you can like have a plane on your phone or your tablet or something where you can you know you can glance at the video that they have playing in the background i'll send you the links of one of my favorites that i follow on youtube okay that's awesome yeah i really wanted to um i wanted to go back to it especially with this holiday season i really need to kick it in the high Right, that's true. 
what could you say is your biggest challenge right now? My big, I'm going to give you my biggest challenge and the solution that I need to overcome this challenge. Okay. So right now, um, right now my biggest challenge is just to be transparent. It's um, inventory for like my love of goods, my business. So um, I feel like when a lot of businesses start, they you know start out of pocket, especially if they don't have any grants or loans. So I'm at an awkward moment right now where it's like I want to add more inventory, more physical inventory. Biggest, uh, you said the biggest failure. 
total failure. I feel like I'm gonna go back to the grant writing, the grants for my business and trying to get funding. I felt when I first started, I should have, you know, say this. I felt like when I first started, maybe I should have done a little bit more market research on what my customers would have wanted versus me picking out everything. Like I used to sell like the folders and some notebooks and pens and cups. So I feel like, like you just said, I should have said, hey, would you guys like to see this in the store? Would you guys like to see that? Which one would you prefer? I think that would have been more beneficial because I, and I say that because I've had items that have been sitting in my shop for a while because nobody would buy them because they just didn't like them. But I feel like if I would have taken more time to try to get to know my target market more and figure out and actually ask them, send out surveys, hey, what would you guys like to see? I think I could have had, you know, better revenue from doing that. So I would say that would be the most memorable. Just connecting with your audience. Right, and that's one of the hardest things that we do because a lot of us are not guilty. A lot of us really don't know who our target audience is. So we have an idea of who our target audience is and then when we get on social media, we flop. I have flopped numerous times from that. And the way that I bounce back is learning how to obtain organic following versus paid following. Because I used to pay for my people a long time ago. And I don't do that anymore because now everything is organic. So I don't stress over the following numbers. It's more so um, I have a mission that God has put me on. So I need to reach his people in the manner that he wants to reach. And that's how I feel. That's how I have built my community. Not just on social media, but also on Etsy. Awesome. It's me. We live and learn. That's why it's good to have podcasts like this so you can teach others that they can learn from, you know, any mistakes that you may have made or things that you've learned from. Yep, absolutely. So, yeah, that's why doing this series, Expand Your Empire, I learned so much from other people when I be doing these interviews and everything, and I have a ball. And sometimes I have to, I'll go back to a prior episodes just to catch the information again and write it down, and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to try it this way this time. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right, so if you had the choice to start over, what would you do differently? And actually, I think you may have answered this already. Yeah, I, was, I think I have, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so basically that answer was doing better marketing research. Yes. Okay. All right, so what does your business mean to you? Because a lot of us, we, when we start our businesses, we become overprotective. It's like creating a business for us is like having, you know, birth of the baby. So what does your business mean to you? So for Carter HR Solutions, what that means to me is I like being able to help small businesses with some issues as it comes to HR related things. A lot of times people get in trouble with the IRS, Department of Labor, EEOC, because simply it's just because they don't know any better. Right. They might not mean any harm, but when you have that one disgruntled employee that wants to, and you work in HR so you know, when you have that one disgruntled employee that wants to go to Department of Labor, file an EEOC claim, and a lot, a lot of times stuff like that could have been avoided, whether it's from hiring an employee as a W-2 employee versus a 1099. A lot of employers might want to bring them on as a 1099 contractor when they really should be W-2 employees. So I've talked to, you know, employers like that. So I love the fact that I can, you know, assist small businesses with helping them stay in compliance, whether it's, you know, making sure the policies in their employee handbook are written correctly, the job descriptions are exactly what the job entails. So that's what I would say for my, um, you know, HR consultants, especially, you know, helping these small business owners that just don't know what they should or shouldn't be doing. Right, right. Get prepared. You get prepared.
tell you what you should talk about what you shouldn't so it's nice to have that community of people that do the same thing as you do because it's not about competition it's about building a community and helping each other because i mean you might not your your plate might be full so you can refer them to somebody else and then they can do the same thing to you and i know that's not what you asked me but i just wanted to add that in there oh no 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 no. (laughs) my thing is advice advice given is the best advice so i'm like it doesn't matter you could have you could have kept on talking about all the advice that you have received that was the greatest that you have ever had that you have ever heard but um i do agree on that about meeting people in your community that um better yet in your industry because there's a lot of us nail techs that are um that i am friends with and i think the hardest part for us is that everybody thinks that we're here to take customers no no we're not here to take customers we may be here for collaborations we're here for ideas we're here for oh where did you get that package from oh that package is dope but i want to get it in a different color so i can offset from you things of that nature and um i will honestly say nail tech industry is growing by the droves but at the same time i i feel i just wish that everybody could charge what it is they are worth and um, it took me a long time to get my pricing too but to see other people i see other people undercharge big time just to make the sale i'm like how do you make a profit because it took me to make a profit because i paid my pricing right this time and I'm grateful for my customers because my customers have helped me out on what it is that I need to do so I listen to my customers whether it's good advice or bad advice I listen to them whether they are telling me something that is going to work or they cussing me out I listen to them <laughs> but um, I listen to all the advice that is given because my thing is your advice if it's good advice I'm going to listen to it if it's bad advice I'm going to take it as an opinion services 
whatever it may be. All righty. And my last question for you is this. How can people reach you if they wanted to order from you and follow Sure. So my website is lovelygoodsco.com. All my social media is lovelygoodsco. I try to keep it, you know, consistent. Um, except my TikTok is lovelygoods1. So again, my website is lovelygoodsco, and my um, social media is lovelygoodsco as well. All right, all right. Thank you so much for being on this episode of Coro is Crush. Just for being on this series, expand your empire. I have learned a lot. just a small one. The first step is making sure you have a good filing system in place. If you don't already have one, now is the time to start building one. This can be as simple or as complicated as you want it to be. You can use folders, envelopes, or even sometimes, or even something like Evernote or Dropbox just to store your documents and information about your company. But just make sure that whatever system works best for you is easy enough for everyone else in your office to use. Once you have your filing system up and running and everyone knows how it works, it's time for some accountability. Decide who will be responsible for what area of the business. Maybe one person can take care of the filing, all, you know, doing all the receipts with the vendors. You also have another person that will handle your invoices and payables. You may have another person that handles your inventory and management and so on and so on. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, make sure that to be bogged down by fear or doubt. Give her courage and strength in this season of her life. Help her trust in your grace and guidance as she makes decisions about where she wants to go professionally. Please protect us from any evil that tries to come into our lives or our businesses. Continue to protect our families and our friends as well as business associates from harm as well. Help us to be kind and helpful to those who need it the most especially those who do not have the same privileges as we do. We pray for all of those who are seeking a new business opportunity, that they may succeed in their endeavors. Please bless those who are seeking employment, that they may find work that is suited to their talents, their skills, and their interests. I also pray, Lord, that all of our hard work will be rewarded with success and prosperity in our lives, so we can use our profits to help others who are less fortunate than us right now, but might need some 
extra help soon too. And as I close out this prayer, Lord, I ask for your grace and your mercy to continue to follow us all the days of our lives and to thank you for the confidence to know that with each prayer that we pray to you, Father, that it is traveled by the Holy Spirit to your hands. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Amen and amen. So again, people, thank you so much for tuning in to Coro is a Crush. Thank you so much to Denisha. Make sure that you are following her on all facets of social media at Lovely Good Co. That is spelled L-O-V-E-L-Y-G-O-O-D-S-C-O. And that is Lovely Goods Co. Make sure that you check out her website as well, lovelygoodsco.com. Again, she is what I would call the stationary addict and she also helps out with human resources so if you know of anybody that may need help in their business or just need a consultant please please reach out to Miss Denisha she is more than welcome to help and again Denisha thank you so much for taking the time to stop by Coco is crush to share your business tips and tricks here on Expand Your Empire and I am your girl Miss Austin and I am signing off peace Hey, hey, it's Neek Austin here, the host of Coro is a Crush, where we talk about fashion, beauty, and faith while remaining true to ourselves. Every episode, I talk to someone who's trying to make a change for themselves or their community and learn about how they've made big or small improvements in their lives. I also chat about what's going on in the world that might be holding us back from being our best selves. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor for the Coro is a Crush podcast, please reach out to Coro Crush Podcast at gmail.com. Check out our new advertising opportunities now available on our website at www.shopcoro.com. Book your ads by today and let me do the rest. I love to hear from you.